blowing smoke In the room I trapped myself in so long ago Will the blinds remain forever closed? Will it change? I hope so Cause I have spent the past four years Trying to find some peace of mind And I think I might have found it this time Alright here we are this time. Yo. All right. Yes. Maybe, maybe I just... All right, we're good. We're just fucking leaving it alone. Of course, the first time you know, ever, I go to hit start, and then it all just takes a shit right then and there. The audio wasn't working. Let's just make sure it's, it's there. Yeah, everything should be good. I gotta probably should do the quick Facebook check just to make sure. That's what I'm trying to do. Just I'm so trying. Like, I promise I'm not on my phone. I'm trying to share yeah. the, uh, the video so everyone can watch <laughs> it, but uh, I don't have data because... You know, it's just one of those days, guys. I, I, we were just saying before we started, I need a, I need a Jamie. I need like a Joe Rogan Jamie. Um, yes, absolutely. I need one of those guys. So whoever wants to be my Jamie, whoever wants to pull that up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever tried DMT, bro? Um, <laughs> let's see how it sounds here, real quick. All right, it's it's going, it's going. We got it all good. Uh, Come on. I think I think we're in, we're in better shape now. Uh, someone test the chat out. So I'll, I'll test it while I'm there. No, it's, <laughs> cause we had a bunch of people w- watching, and then it all went, and all went to shit. I'm trying to shit. <laughs> all right, we're we're working. We're working. Everything everything is 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 flowing here. Um, <laughs> anyway, so how you guys it's, doing? It really sounds like it too, <laughs> yeah. doesn't it? <laughs> so yeah, if you guys like what you hear, hit check the links below. Uh, everything from these guys, U- Ultraviolent, is there. Uh, follow them on all social media. Show that support. Um, also, we want to thank uh, Punksteria for being the the supporters and presented by. So every time we now do interviews with uh, bands or anything with musicians or anything like that, it will be presented by Punksteria. If you don't know the backstory there, check out the interview, the podcast I did with Noah. Um, his links are also below so show them some love and um we have merch and stuff if you want to buy some cool t-shirts that's there but uh let's let's do a little introductions let, let the people know who you guys are all righty i am <laughs> brett onspock i play guitar and do some vocals for ultra violent brandon babcock penn state university <laughs> it's like that fantasy football yeah thing. yeah i <laughs> play drums in ultra violent uh 20 bring it a little closer are we are we rolling it's good. Get it sexy. It's like ASMR up in yeah, here. You right? gotta get. You gotta get right in there. Yeah. <laughs> I play the tra- <laughs> drums and ultra violent. <laughs> awesome, man. So, uh, you guys are you know fresh. We just talked off camera. Fresh twenty one, still twenty. You know, so fresh. St- yeah. Fresh twenty one, still twenty. Yeah. I will be twenty one shortly. Very soon. October. Um, and for for being as young as you guys are in the music scene, you guys are doing some pretty cool stuff. You got you got a record label going. You play with some cool bands. You've you've played all over the different states already. You mm-hmm. know, so that's uh, that's a pretty big accomplishment for for being you know as fresh as you guys into this are are into this program are into this already. Yes. I'm stuttering all over Thank place. Thank you. Yeah. Um, right. How long has the band been a... Uh, um, a 2014. Yeah. Wow. So you guys have been doing this a long time. We have. It was my 10th grade year. That's all I know. Yeah. So you, you said this is your first crack at a band. So first, first one and done maybe, right? Possibly. <laughs> if, if ever, first if band Rock and Roll well. Hall yeah, of yeah, Fame, yeah, baby. Yeah. If all Straight goes to well. the top, right? Straight I to the top. I always said like pop punk band would be like awesome to play in. Just like I have no idea how to like make it. No. Pop punk, no idea how to write pop punk. <laughs> yeah. I listen to those punk goes, and it's kind of like a mix between like the scream, 
punk. I, I think all genres have kind of blended together at this point. Yeah. Where like punk is like almost like a heavy metal at some points, and it's like it's all. I just it's it's music. I just that's kind of like mm-hmm. how I do it. But uh, yeah, I listen to those punk pops all the time, and it's just like it'll be like a singing harmonized, and this guy just scream i'm like i dig it i'm into this um i feel like data remember kind of started that kind of stuff yeah yeah absolutely under oath so so how long have you guys been playing your instruments or uh, been involved with music um i started drums when i was five so that was when i started music i guess you could say Mm -hmm. um i started playing guitar until i was like nine or ten and then I didn't start doing vocals until we needed one. <laughs> we need <laughs> never picked up a mic before. Uh, there was no one around who uh, who we knew could do what we wanted to do. So mm-hmm. we were just like, "Fuck it, I guess we'll do it ourselves." Yeah, <laughs> you know. I always I started drums in eighth grade, but like for like two years before that, I just remember I had a friend who like just happened to have like some Pearl drum set, and like getting behind it for the first time in like sixth grade or something. I was like, "Oh, this." This is right. This is right. It's right. It's right. Mm-hmm. And like two years later, and then I got like a drum set for Christmas eighth grade. Um, I don't know how many years that is ago. I've, I've stopped <laughs> keeping count of how many years. Nine, it has. 10, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13. Wait, wait, nine, 10, 11, 12, <laughs> 13, 14. I, I don't no know. Anymore. School county math. It doesn't matter. If I find right. out, I'll think I'm old. So like, I just don't pay attention, I guess. So how many different bands have you been in since oh, you know, you've been drumming um, since you're five so your first band was what at age six you were <laughs> well it depends how if you count the ones that i made up in my head as a solo project behind the drum yeah. set <laughs> <laughs> um no so basically ultraviolent was our first crack at it um and then i joined the art of deception 2017 like december okay I think it was seventeen. It was around Christmas time. Is that the is that the band with the T shirt where like the monsters destroying the city? Uh huh. I have that shirt. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, lo- I love that shirt. I was uh, there was I was stuck between that shirt and the South Park one that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and I was like, that, that South Park one is an old one. That was that has some of their older members on it yeah. still. Yeah. Um. So I'm just into monster movies. Like, mo- give me a monster destroying a city. I'm there, and I seen that shirt. I'm like, I'm wearing that. Well, me and Avery are uh, splitting. The cost to have a design made based really? on like doom and stuff. So nice. I just want to yeah. have the guy one day if we ever do another design, just be like, do whatever you want, because then it's a passion project. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. I I've had I think two or three logos down now done by uh, Tori. She's on the Truth Behind Illusion with me. Gotcha. So she did she did these. She turned me into a devil and her into an alien. Yeah. She did the kitty. Uh, the not cool in high school one is on one of these chairs. It's me as a little kid, but like a graduation hat on. So she does like really cool art. So if you ever look for something, she's 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 always in business looking and try to help like bands and stuff out. Awesome. But she does awesome logos. But yeah, um, yeah, two different bands there. I I, I seen both. I think I seen both those bands that night. Yep, they were both there. Yeah, it's Strikers. Yep. Yeah, that was a it was a cool back time. Back to back there, and then uh, me and then the singer from that band, the bassist, and some others have like a. It's like a soft rock, poppy type of thing. It's called mm-hmm. "For Me to You," and that I played. That I'd actually do drums for. Nice. And that's that's kind of newer. Um, we only have one song out right now, but we have a bunch that we're working on. We're gonna put an EP out sometime. So. So how many different instruments do you play? Um, pretty much anything that you don't have to blow into. Really? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> guitar, drums. I you mean, I, I guess a little bit of bass, but yeah. uh, and then vocals. You're like the uh, a little bit of keyboards. I don't really know. Not enough to play it fluently. I can do but keyboard a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and Max Bolton I can do are like piano the bit. kid who could play like 14 different instruments. Yeah, Max is great. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, well, a lot of us the same. So like, it's like you take a piano and then you take something like 
a xylophone or marimba, and it's, just, it's the same thing, except you just have to hit it. So, like, yeah. if you're good at drums and you know a little bit of theory, and like, you know what you're doing there. Yeah. Same. Well, I think the crazy. I'm not now. I'm not a musician. I've never played an instrument in my life, but I love music. I think one of the craziest things I've ever heard it was David Grohl how he taught himself how to play guitar. He just like broke the guitar down like it was different parts of the drum. Like I don't know how he did it, but like he the way he described it, I was like, it's weird. It's insane. Like he taught himself how to play guitar. I'm gonna have to as a, look at that. As how he was a drummer. Yeah, it's like David Grohl describing how he learned guitar. It's on the YouTube or something like that. But I'm a huge Foo Fighters. Like I love. Like, I feel like David Grohl. If if Jesus was ever to return, I think he's here as David Grohl. He's one of my yeah. people. Like I'm looking at now, um, hard hitting drummers and people like Trent Reznor and like Josh Homme of Queens of the Stone Age. Mm-hmm. Those are like the kind of people I'm looking at right now. But like Dave Grohl, have you ever seen play? Like the 23 minutes. Oh, we're, we're just him playing every instrument. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's nuts. The way they shot that was cool. Oh yeah, the clone thing. Mm-hmm. I I'll sometimes just put on the isolated drums. And I'll just listen to him, but just only play drums, but think like the music that's going on in my head with it. I'm like, this is nuts. Yeah. Travis Barker's another good one. Travis Barker. I love is Travis. My Mount Rushmore of drummer. Yeah. My Mount Rushmore of drummers. That's who he reminds me of when he plays. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Thank you, Brett. When are we going to start rotating him off the stage, flipping him around? Oh, yeah, motion <laughs> six. You should not see me at Hershey Park. <laughs> yeah, I seen I seen Travis live once. Oh, it yeah. was awesome. It was like in two thousand five. I finally got to see him at a that Warp Tour on the beach thing. Twenty five years of Warped. Yeah, they played Anima in full, and I could just see Travis Barker up there. It was nuts. Yeah, I saw him. I saw Blink with the Day to Remember at Hershey. I wanted to go to that so bad. A couple years ago. Yeah. Whatever that was. I was supposed to, the last time I was supposed to see Blink, it was supposed to be Blink Way 2 in Lincoln Park. I was supposed to go to mm-hmm. that too. And, yeah. the, and the, the Tuesday before the show, which, uh, we, I lo- saw we that. lost Chester. Yeah. I saw that news within like not even the first five minutes it was out. I just happened to type up Lincoln Park and I was like, oh, it's, you know, all these articles just exploded like Chester Bennington. Yeah. I was like, uh, the show's canceled. Why? And it's like, because. Um, Singers killed himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That well, one, he, um, he tried to see them before too, and yeah. Chester broke his leg. Chester, really? Yeah. yeah, and he couldn't go see him, so he I had tickets to see him try. twice. Yeah, yeah, that that one hit hard, man. I was I was like Lincoln Park was like my Lincoln Park and Blink Two were like my first bands mm-hmm. that like I picked. Like you know how your parents are like yeah. hey listen to our stuff, and then you get that first band you're like I like this, yeah. and I always into like hip hop and stuff, and then hip Lincoln Park kind of brought my, them together. One of my very first like favorite songs was breaking the habit yeah and it was on some kind of burn cd and <laughs> i remember those and i think like i don't remember if it was my mom or my dad but like they got rid of the car and like they left that cd in the car when they got rid of it and i was so upset because i was like uh, dude could- that's the cd with that song <laughs> i'm like what are you doing <laughs> now like- you can just go on yeah and nowadays it's just like well there it is yeah know? it's on every because i think it was the first music video i've seen too the comic video like yeah. that's probably why mm-hmm. it stands out in my head so i always much thought that too. was fake as a kid like i i saw that as a kid and i thought it was fake like one of those like this is like amv people would just put like some anime over him or naruto and be like you know drowning pool bodies american music video oh, or amv gotcha. like Animated it wasn't like it wasn't for lincoln park yeah, yeah, yeah. You like it was some person okay. top of something that, that was huge back when youtube like until well, what it was now kind of dropped a name in there uh drowning uh, drown, like drowning pool there you guys got to play with them right yep how was how was that experience weird because uh well we we were right before drowning pool and after we played, 
a surprising amount of people thought that like we were on tour with Drowning Pool just because of like our performance. So mm-hmm. I was like, that was a huge like uh, compliment to us because I was like, oh, like yeah, we're from like forty minutes down the road. Yeah, yeah. we're just opening up here. And then uh, I got to sing Bodies with Drowning Pool, so that was like one of the best moments ever <laughs> probably wasn't as as impactful as that guy on america's got talent they're like 90, oh the old the guy no no guy. no 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 not one can compare no that. absolutely <laughs> not no yeah um what now you, you guys are into the genre you're into like the, the heavier the, and you guys bring tons of energy from the shows i've seen you guys you're all over the place i love thank it thank you yeah that's awesome. usually the number one thing that we yeah. try to you put a good show on yeah mm-hmm. like i that style of music is tougher for me because I I'm, I really like lyrics and it's hard to get the lyrics through the, the gotcha. screams and the growls. But I appreciate the the talent. Like, cause usually some of the best talented musicians come from those style, like the heavier bands, because they're just all over the yeah. place and they're doing insane. Well, we things. we try to take a show and turn it into like a production. I guess you could yeah. say. Yeah, your light show is um, awesome. It's on point. Like all all the stuff you guys bring to a show. Now, do you guys do your own sound and lights? Like, is that all your gear? Um, the lights is and programming the lights. We do that all ourselves. Yeah. Um, sound is up to wherever we're playing. Okay, so you depending. guys like hire a sound guy? Um, it de- it depends on where we're playing. Like normally, there's one there. Yeah. Depending on what the venue is, sometimes we'll have to do stuff ourselves, or sometimes they just won't care. But yeah, that's a that's a huge thing, especially in this area. Is like, do you, are you are you the band who's gonna drop the five hundred bucks for a sound guy, or you're like, you know what, we're gonna eat that cost, we'll buy all the equipment ourselves, and we'll just call right. it. Well. We just recently invested in doing like a rack system type of thing, so we're all running through an Axe Effects now and the nice. in the in ear setup and mm-hmm. all that fun stuff. And we're tr- still trying to work out the bugs and whatnot, but yeah, inners inners are fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we had some issues with in ears at Skookstock. Um, we t- with with our sound guy and the sa- and the band. It was it was I've not had good. Some issues with those. Yeah, it'll like just cut out if you're playing to like just a metronome. It'll cut out, and you're like where am i at? <laughs> and i can't stop playing either. but see what's really cool is like if you know what the lights are doing and it sounds so weird it's like if you follow the yeah. lights then you're following the metronome yeah until it comes back in that yeah. worked it's in so, one it's song so weird and that was five yeah chameleon club it like completely it went out people don't realize how little you hear when you're on the other side of those speakers oh my god oh, yeah <laughs> oh my god it's ridiculous like i've like i've mm. In the studio, and I'm doing like screaming and stuff. It's fine. Yeah. On stage, before the in ears, it was like, oh my god, we're on three songs in, and we're about to play Cataclysm, and it's like, oh my god, <laughs> like well, with in ears too, you, you can save your voice a little bit because you know where you are, and you can. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Like, like that I've, was the big thing with the band that they would went up. They were like, yo, I can't because they were gonna they were gonna play longer for us, and like we can't, like I can't hear myself. So well, like I'm, I'm not pushing kill my voice. I'm pushing thirty percent less, and I'm performing thirty percent better. Yeah. Like with the in ears. So yeah, absolutely. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I get up on stage every now and then with bands and just do, like, stupid rap shit. Yeah. Like, I rap, like, a song to another song because it's, I don't know, it's stupid and it's funny. Um, I'm not talented at all. <laughs> but, like, the first time, like, every time I go up there, I'm not used to it. So I go up there and I'm like, holy, f- how do I, the only thing I hear is the drums. Right. I hear nothing else. And then I'm like, this is hard. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I give so much more respect to bands. I'm like, you can't hear shit up here. It's difficult. Yeah, basically... Um like even at even at practice, I would just be like, "Yeah, I'm not. We're not, not gonna, gonna we're not gonna do vocals tonight. Like just because like I don't want to blow myself out. Just because we couldn't hear ourselves. Yeah. And we didn't have a setup to be able to do that. But now with in ears, it's like okay, sure. Practice yeah. is so different. Like that's like tons of sound in one room, 
And then when you're up on stage, it's like, oh, there's like no sound <laughs> up here at all. And that's well, that's why like the in-ears are nice. Because in once once we get it all dialed in, you know, it's like every room will sound the same. Yeah. Once once it's where we like it. So it, it's it's you guys are in a, a nice spot here. Uh, it, it's it's interesting to see like now you guys have this whole thing where you're practicing, you're working your inners, you're getting all that sound stuff, and then when Corona hopefully goes away, and then you guys can start playing full shows again, full bands and venues, it's gonna be like kind of seeing a different show or a different production of your of your craft again. yeah 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 so uh i mean what what it allows us to do is i mean we don't need our heads and our cabs up on stage anymore we can run everything through the axe effects all all three of us me danny and avery can run it all through one unit actually yeah and uh all our program changes go to the metronome so we don't have to step on any pedals anymore it'll just happen in the music it's crazy. Um, yeah, <laughs> so it that that happens. The lights are going on, the samples are going on, and it's just you don't even have to think anymore. Yeah. So, so what are some bands that kind of for you guys influence you into the music, the style of music you got into, or what made you pick up your instruments in the first place? Oh, this is a total. Uh, you know what I'm gonna say. <laughs> I you, know. You know. Yeah. Does it start with an under? And oh, it's with it, oath? it starts with under oath yeah. and ends <laughs> in under oath. Yeah. That okay. Like I feel like maybe a year and a half ago, two years ago. If you asked me this question, I would have been like, no one. It's just whoever I'm listening to at the time. But then, like, Under Oath came. Uh, 2018, beginning of 2018, I listened to this one album, Lost in the Sound of Separation by Under Oath. It's now my favorite album of all time. Um, but it does, like, a bunch of, like, time signature stuff and just really unorthodox, weird things you wouldn't think of. And I was like, this is so good. See, now I want to make that. What, what's really weird about that is before you listened to that album, I was kind of I was in the dream theater for a little bit, and I was like, "Yo, Brandon, like check out these oh, time yeah, signature so changes." And he was like, "I don't like this, man." He's no, like, "I, I can't was a follow." Four four person. Yeah, he's like, while. "I can't follow this." And then he listened to this album, and he's like, "Dude, like twenty one eight into the seven eight twenty one eight is yet the, to come. It's it's a thing. It's it's a thing. It man. is a thing. Yeah. It's speaking in, Hebrew in, to me right now. In, into the three <laughs> four five eight seven, and he's like uh, going off, and I'm like, dude, like what? <laughs> yeah, no. Ever since that album, it changed me forever. So there's Under Oath, Norma Jean, a little bit of Every Time I Die, uh, kind of like just really really heavy from like metalcore or like hardcore bands back in like. Oh wait! A few of the so, girls at my job, like girls at my job, love every time. Every is every day I die, right? Every time, every time, every, ta- every time I die, I'm like, I was like okay like, with them. They're like a boy band with heavy instruments. They are just it's chaos. Like some of their stuff, I'm like, I no. guess I heard a little of their softer stuff, and I was like, this is yeah. very close to pop. And I mean, I didn't, I didn't hate it. Like the song like, that comes to mind for me always is "Fear and Trembling." That song is, yeah. it has the most insane like forty second segment I can ever think of, and just because it adds an extra beat. So mm-hmm. it's not just four four the entire time. There's just like one two three four one two three four five, four more measures of four, and I'm just like, oh, that one beat. Yeah. <laughs> like that's where my attention goes. Not to be a normie, but my top three bands are probably Metallica, Metallica, and more Metallica. Yeah, <laughs> yeah do but you have like a like yeah. now I know Metallica fans are like, there's a section of Metallica I don't like, or do you like it all? I like I, it all. I, I'm one yeah. of those people. I, I I I pick and choose with the Metallica catalog. Justice, love it. Death Magnetic, love it. Uh, the rest is kind of... I'm, I'm, I'm not... <laughs> I like it all, man. Yeah, I, I don't mind I it. I really do. I don't um, mind it. I could probably find like one or two songs in every album I'm into. Yeah, I'm with that. Yeah. Maybe I'm, not saying anger, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, bas- yeah, but basically, like, Metallica, um, Slipknot, maybe not as much Slipknot anymore. I did listen to them a lot. Um, I'd also wa- put that in mind. Wage War... 
in terms of like guitar riffs and stuff, Wage War and Polaris lately, mm-hmm. in terms of the way I've been playing, um, in terms of metalcore in general from the start, um, <laughs> asking Alexandria, honestly. Of Mice and Men. Of Mice and Men. That for was Brandon. mine. Yeah. What's, that was what's my the band uh, with the dude who's wrestling now? He's in. He's in AEW. Um, Jarek. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, Fo- not, not Fozzie. Fo- no, he's, Fozzie. He, it's a big dude with the with. The, if, uh, well, Steven, you're in here. What what is uh, Butcher and the Blades? What the, the the dude he plays? I believe he's a bass guitarist. What band is he in? My uh, special guest is texting me. He's passing Ruby Tuesday right cool. now. Cool. All right, we have a special guest coming in for you guys. You're gonna love it. Yeah, he's gonna be. It's great. actually Chris Jericho. Uh, he's <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? I'm not on my phone. I'm just texting the special guest, and I'm also trying to share. The live right now, yeah, because it didn't work before. Listen, He's man, not on. I'm anymore. on my phone sometimes too, because yeah. I'm doing the same thing. Uh, yeah, Steve, that's your job. If you're still in here, is help me out with Come the. Come on. Uh, help me out with Jesus. I'm getting tagged and everything. Um, <laughs> yeah, must be me. nice, right? Yeah, I can't help, relate. <laughs> help me out with that. Um, but yeah, the, the, there's another. There's like a bunch of wrestlers, but the one guy's in the heavy metal band. I just, I, it's lost me completely of what the name of the band is, though. I'm pretty sure the one dude of Every Time I Die was a wrestler. It's like Andy something. Yeah, that's it. Every yeah, it's him. Is he like he's like a big mustache? I think he's so. He's huge. He's a big dude. I think so. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Huh? Yeah. They're just nuts to me. So every time I die is not the one I was talking about. Where it's like a boy band. I wouldn't say that. Oh, what the fuck? I was wouldn't. That band? Especially if you say okay, like if you were to be just you know like at next Skook stock and like at some reason every time I die is there and you were to be <laughs> like this boy band people people they their fans would no, be no, like no, they there's would a, tear you there's apart. a band that these uh, that the girls at my job like and I don't and I don't remember I always pick on them like this is like a boy a heavy metal boy band um I I don't remember what they're called though hold on I'll find it right now sorry this this is what we do here we're just everyday people yeah we're yeah, everyday I mean, people. what do you expect from us right a band you like. Oh, cause, cause Searching I, the band you like. Do you think there's such thing as like an every other day person? Yeah. So <laughs> Interviews with every other day people. Every other day. <laughs> so I, I, I really legitimately, like, if I can go back. They're twice as hard to schedule. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked up with a name. Like, it should just be conversations. But, because I don't really, inter- like, I, I mean, I kind of interview, but it's more, just, we're just having a conversation. Oh, dude, I would love to do, like, something like this. Like, I, there was this one... D- there was one time I remember I was I was rather drunk and like I thought it would be a good idea to go on like the Omegle and <laughs> like you know you're and it wasn't like this I'm not talking like the Omegle back then where it was just like a bunch of inappropriate things you might find on an Omegle but like it was I mean like, it probably hasn't it was a few months much. ago uh, but I just remember I was just drunk on my kitchen floor propped up against my fridge and like they have a space where it's like what are you interested in what are other people interested in i put music so there i am like just drunk off my ass and someone connects i'm like hey you like music and i like music what are the what are the odds (laughs) and like everyone would just immediately (laughs) click off yeah (laughs) yeah there's an app like that now and then i um, gave up called meet me but it's 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 i think it's used for dating but you don't have to you don't always have to use it for (laughs) for dating but like it's kind of like twitch where you can go on there and just live stream and people can join your chat room and talk and you can interact with each other it's like it's like a it's like a chat room and i go on there every now and then i just do random random meets and i just sit and have a conversation with somebody that sounds great yeah i wanted that on my drunken omegle disaster i might need that the the band I believe it's I'll a day to remember later. is the one I'm, I think is, is I, c- I can see what you mean by the boy band thing I yeah. love them too they're my third they're not terrible band. but they kind of have like a pop thing to them oh yeah yeah the other one she said is it's either I prevail or a day to remember they're the two I kind of pick on her with 
I prevail. Okay, I like some I prevail, but like I have once again, to, I'm not saying the Nickelback Facebook of, core. Yeah, they are. I yeah, mean, you can't you can't knock on them because I mean, look Nickelback. look at where they are. They're where I wish I was. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I definitely <laughs> don't kill to, I'd kill to be Nickelback. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't hate them. I'm just saying I kind of pick on the girls at my job. I'd rather like, be Nickelback uh-huh. than sweeping floors. You like, know? Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, it's it's uh it's every time I die, and it's Andy Andy Williams. Yeah, yeah. He's a he wrestles and he's a beast. He's really good. Oh yeah. yeah, I don't know if he can wrestle and then still come up with like this crazy like subdivision stuff. I'm like, oh, extra B, and then you know this is four, six, eight, nine, seven. So I'm like, <laughs> it's all Hebrew I, to me. I don't know what any of that he's means. He's just a man of all trades, I guess. If you can just you're like a rain mind. man with music over there. You're just like hitting all the numbers and stuff. Hey, I, I guess some days like it's it. just like I'm just gonna come up with a random sequence of numbers and hopefully something good comes up from it. If he works at Lowe's and he's passing Ruby Tuesdays, is he going to Pottsville? Yeah, he's 100% going the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> Why would he be going there? Why would he go to Ruby Tuesdays? He just he said, I'm passing Ruby Tuesday. Like, Maybe he went home? Know. Did he go home first? I don't know why he would go home. It's hilarious. Did you say Frackville? Yeah, I think so. I hope I did. Let me check this. Dude, he's going to show up at someone's house, just walk in, because we told him to. <laughs> that's a whole other podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's in. interviews with every other day, people. Yeah. And they're going to say, hey, you're not on the right day. <laughs> they're gonna be, you belong up there. I, I, did, I definitely told him the address and said Frackville. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to drop the name, because very special guest. He just doesn't know where he's going sometimes. Yeah, or right now. Or right now. <laughs> I yeah. like how you picked it out. You're like... Ruby Tuesdays. Well, is well not I was thinking same. about that for like the last five minutes, and you guys are talking about a day to remember, and I'm like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, go back to Metallica. They're, they're the first band I actually seen a concert video in the movie theaters with. That um, the one with the the, the kid has to skateboard in the yeah oh, yeah was, through the that never. was great. The, it was a cool movie, man. Mm-hmm. I watched it twice in theaters, completely by myself. I was the only one in the theater in the Frackville Mall. Me and Avery yeah, are going I to, to go see, see it twice in theaters as well. Yeah. yeah Me and Avery are going to see the. They're playing. They're doing the drive-in thing on Saturday. Who is Metallica? Yeah. Well, they're they're gonna play the movie of the drive-in. Um, they pre-recorded a concert specifically for the drive-in. Really? Yeah. I know Steel Panthers doing a drive-in tour. Are they? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I'm pretty excited. I, I'm I'm probably not going to it because I still don't. I'm not trusting huge crowds yet. Like I guess like yeah. smaller ones. I'm kind of I, I can I can get behind like. Everyone took. I did the Joe Rogan temperature check before everyone. No, we didn't at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm but the, they have a pre-recorded thing that they're putting in drive-ins. Is it their new stuff? I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. I think they just came out with a new album, right? Um, they have S and M. They have S and M two coming out on Friday, and that's the live with the symphony. Okay. That they're doing. Because uh, I hate to bring it into wrestling again, but they just use a Metallica song for the last wrestling pay-per-view. I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. Oh yeah. Uh, now that we're dead, that's what it was called. Yeah, when I didn't. The Undertaker came out to it, I think. No, no, oh, or, that well, one. Or Taker, he wrote out to something. No, just literally last weekend, oh. I think on NXT Takeover, their main song was a was the new like a new Metallica or Metallica song. It was cool. I liked I it. It was it was Metallica. There's a Metallica beer out too. When you turn 21, you could look for. I'm yeah. The, there's well, a Metallica the black and there's whiskey. A lot of things. Oh yeah, they have the whiskey too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like Metallica's turning to like Kiss though. Like they're getting they're they putting, are they but purchasing rock bands. I heard. Do they really? I that's I saw an article, so like I didn't read like the to article, help them the out headline. or just to kind of bury them. Don't know. So, 
the difference between Metallica and Kiss is everything Metallica puts their name on is logical, and there's a market for it. Kiss is like coffins. Kiss is like, and I, I shit you not, a bag of air guitar strings. With, oh, with, is that real? With, yes, with, oh. the, with the Kiss logo on it. It's just an empty f- bag. Better yeah. be a nice bag. It's an empty bag. Oh, I went. We went to Vegas. It's an empty nice bag. Corinthian letter. Gene oh. Simmons is sitting at home making money off an empty bag. <laughs> yep. That just pisses me off. I don't know if it pisses you, <laughs> you off as the, much as it pisses me off. You got the I'm air guitar sorry. strings, man. You got more than just the bag. You got what was inside. <laughs> <laughs> I, our you mode. can't hide what's inside. <laughs> yes, you can. Super weenie hot general. My my hotel that we stayed in in Vegas had a Kiss mini golf and they had all their merchandise for what? sale in it and it was out of control. It was a lot. Wow. Yeah, you're like how you're saying like just everything Kiss everything. It was it was a lot. Of we stuff. Had, we had to dress up as Kiss one time. Oh, that was a and play a show. Uh, uh, it was during uh, marching band. Really. Mm. I don't look back on that too fondly. <laughs> that's that's the worst Facebook photo I'm ever tagged. I, do you guys do covers at all when you when you guys play? It. Not really, no. No. The last I mean, time we ever did was that one time at Reverb where we did Boom and whatever. Yeah. That was forever ago. Yeah, if some like it depends on the show. Like if it's if it's laid back and there's not a lot of people there, we're all chilling and they're just like play however long you want. We might do something here and there. Yeah, but if but if it's doing. like I right, we're opening for August Burns Red, you got 20 minutes, go play. It's we're all not, original. Yeah, yeah, we're not gonna play. Yeah, like, like so, if if you're yeah. playing Strikers, you may throw one in or two in. Yeah, it depends. Yeah. That's that's kind of how Faith in Exile is. They'll throw in like uh, they do a really good. They do a bunch of some really good covers, but they do uh, uh, Live Wire with Motley Crue. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, nice. Wait, we didn't play that. What did we play? We played Wildside. Uh, Wildside, Wildside's yeah. an awesome song too. I love Motley Crue. I was never a Motley Crue fan. That was the one I was like when we were in the cover band. We're like, we're playing this one. I was just like, oh, fine. We're not gonna play the whole time. But Tommy Lee is an awesome drummer, right? No, I don't know. My music like exploration starts in like '90s grunge. So like okay. after <laughs> hair metal dies, then it's like my. Yeah. Did you see Travis Barker playing with Post Malone doing all Nirvana stuff? I, I saw some songs. I, I like it. I thought it was good. I th- I like it. It was a much better version Pop, of yep. than Puddle mm-hmm. of Mud. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of what I was looking for. I was like, but is it better? One, of our, one of our favorite ones is probably Bulls on Parade. Oh, yeah. I love Bulls on Parade. Rage. my favorite. Bomb Track. No one really covers Bomb Track, but I love Bomb Track. Stone Sour has a cover of they Bomb did. Track. Yeah. Love that song. We uh, What else are some of our favorite covers we played? We don't like Iron Maiden, but we played the Trooper all the time. All the time. You don't like Maiden? I like Maiden. I'm a Maiden fan. I like. I, I like have an Iron Maybe, Maiden beer right there. I like maybe two songs. Yeah. I like the Trooper. Oh, that's sick. I like Aces High. That's really about it. I, I'm sorry. I know I get hate so much for it. I don't the like. The Trooper <laughs> is fun to play on drums. I'm, I don't I'm like, the kind of guy who like pretty much likes everything though. It's really tough for me. I don't care for Maiden. I don't care for like in terms of like big bands that everyone likes that I don't like. I don't like Maiden, really. I don't like Slayer. I'm with both of those. Uh, I like Rainy Blood. That's everyone one likes Rainy Blood. That's right? everyone I like the first know, minute yeah. before it kicks into, like, the... Hey! Our special, special guest! Here he yeah. is! It's our guitar player. <laughs> Surprise. Your, your mic Yay. should be good. Uh, you might just push the button up. Testing, one, two, three. Nope, push it up. It's no, 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 on the mic. On, on the, the mic. mic. On the mic. On the physical mic. Like you're up. turning the mic on. Because you are turning in the mic. Hello. There yeah. it is. Hey, I like the shirt, man. Look at that. <laughs> we are switching. That kind of like, today. yeah, that kind of looks like something he would wear at a live show. Yeah, yeah. that's what I wore to work today. Raw me, which is <laughs> not. Well, you te- he, he is coming fresh off of Lowe's working. Yep. 
He's, he came in here. Yeah, hello, yeah so we were just discussing a little bit ago. You text us that you were passing Ruby you Tuesdays. Said, you said you were passing <laughs> Ruby Tuesdays, and they're talking about something, and I sit here and I go, wait, if he works at Lowe's and he's passing Ruby Tuesdays, is he going towards Pottsville? <laughs> like, are you going the wrong way? And then uh, yeah, I work in Hamburg. Yeah, but yeah, you have, oh, that's that why. makes sense. Yep, it makes sense. Hamburg? That that low. Yeah. I didn't even know. I'm looking to start working at the pots for a while. We worked almost close together. I didn't even know. You might not want to say that online. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, don't, I guess it don't matter. Gonna just, I don't, what are they gonna do, right? Yeah, hamburger. You're promoting them. Yeah. Just bring the mic a pretty close, a little, little, little in the end. An undisclosed. Well, see, what's lows. funny is I work at Ace Hardware, so it's like, oh, wow. Yeah. One one of your businesses probably has a more life shelf than the other. I don't know. Well, it's, see, it's definitely his. Yeah. I, just, <laughs> I just got Sorry. out of FedEx. <laughs> like, we would ship stuff to Ace Lumber from FedEx. So, like, so you work for FedEx? I did. I just got off it because now college is back, so can't multitask. But uh, I get, and we have also stuff shipped stuff to Lowe's. I've seen it. So like, it's all connected somehow. And I don't know if you can tell by my amazing looks and hair, but I work for a beauty school. Empire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm currently on furlough, but I've, I mean, they, ho- hopefully going back soon. One I was dude, looking to work there years ago. Yeah. yeah one dude offered me a telemarketing job, like a telephone dude, through when I was in Arby's drive through That's literally what you do there. It, that's what I do. I'm, I mean, they have a special term for it, but you, you're on the phone. Just tell people to yeah. sign up. Or yeah, you're just like, hey, you want to come see the school? And then so oh. just have a conversation with somebody. That sounds, why did I not take that job? Dude, it pays <laughs> really good. And it's, it's, it's not a bad gig at all. Oh, well. Maybe I'll see you there one day. Yeah. Maybe. It's not a bad game. Maybe Maybe we'll talk on the phone <laughs> together one day. <laughs> it's great. Is I, that I, a, is that, can you do that to, like, officially make it, if, like, you have no calls and you want to make it look like you're busy, can you just call someone else no, who works there? No, no. It's, it, it's a whole system that they, it calls for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, there's no cheat in the system. I'm sure there is, but I don't. <laughs> what if you're just like, just give me a minute. I don't really want to talk to somebody right now. Just <laughs> hang on. a long day. And they, ha- yeah. There's a whole. I won't get into the whole process of it. It's probably not allowed to do that. But yeah, it's a it's a good job. I a like lot it. Of everyday people. So all I talk to is everyday people. Yeah. It's a lot of. It's a lot of. Pretty much like do like full podcasts on my phone calls. It's like you have to get to know the person, yeah. talk to them, find out what they're into, find out if this is a good fit for them, and then set them up for an appointment. So I'm, all I do is talk all day long, and then I come and do this. Yeah, and you I talk, talk all, all day, day long. long. Yeah. <laughs> Does the line ever oh, begin to blur? Yes. Like if you're talking to like. I don't know, like your parents, and like then are you, do you just like you're talking to your parents, so it's not a podcast. But then you're like, You'd our sponsor tonight is. Like, <laughs> well, I'm not, Punk Stereo. I'm not sponsored. I mean, I, I technically for this we are sponsored by Punk Stereo, but yeah, um, but it's the uh, it I, all my podcasts are stuff that I'm already into, so it's not a huge far cry of what I would normally talk about anyway. Oh, okay. So I made it very. It's in my wheelhouse, you know. Every show is kind of in my wheelhouse. I think the only one that may not be is the new one I started, the Supernatural podcast. But uh, is that about the show? What's that? Is that about the no, show? No, it's like actual supernatural <laughs> stuff. Oh, like okay. Ghosts, goblins, demons, cryptoids, Sorry. conspiracy theories, cults. We talk about all that fun stuff. That sounds fun. I have no idea what... I've never dived into that, though. <laughs> this, so that sounds so fun, I though. dive into it. A lot of it's I'm hearing for the first time, and a lot of it is just like, I'm the open-minded skeptic, so it's... Yeah. It's fun. It's a good. It's a, it's a really good time. It's, it's, so that's probably that the only fun. one that's out of my wheelhouse. But uh, So we were talking a little bit about you know the history and how they got into music. So... Uh, you play guitar. Oh yeah. How? how when, at, at what age did you start picking up your guitar and start uh, start doing what you do? So when I was eight. My dad got me a guitar, and he also got me Guitar Hero the same year. Yes, and <laughs> that also. Is and a you same. put the real guitar away, and you played the fake one for a while. Well, I mean, like 
I would love. I wanted to play the real guitar, but like when you're starting out, <laughs> but the buttons were so easier, right? <laughs> <laughs> still it's easier. so intimidating. You, you can't really play. Do you hear that virtual crowd? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, South Park. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, great episode. We all started on Guitar Hero, and Post Malone yeah. started on Guitar Hero. Honestly, and Rocksmith. Yeah. For me, at least. Yeah. Um, I never really graduated helped. guitar. <laughs> I, I'm really great at Guitar Hero. Orange you play, button. You oh, played yeah. Blitzkrieg Bop with one finger. That's about it. I played Maybe. Smoke on the Water with my feet. <laughs> <laughs> did you really? I did. <laughs> it wasn't good, but I did. Yeah. Uh, that, I can't uh, even play it with my hands. I tried playing <laughs> it with my teeth like Jimmy played Star Spangled with his teeth. Really? Just oh. can't do it. It hurt. No, I don't know how to do that's that. Not, that. That's like making me like, oh. I, I care too much teeth. about my teeth. <laughs> it so, hurt. So, uh, I only care about mine now. What were, what were some of your early what your bands that influenced you? Oh, I feel they're going to hate me for this one, but I loved Nickelback when I first started <laughs> listening to music. They were, we may have talked about them a few times on the show already. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of people give them shit. I, I think they had a really good sound to them. Um, I don't know. I, I got into them in like 2008 when they had the, or I think it was 2005. And it was that album. I didn't really like their All shit. All the right reasons? That. Yeah. That's a great album. Yeah. that I liked the stuff before it's, that. It's pretty good. So I, I jammed that a lot. Um, I, and I was a kid and, and, uh, my dad got me to listen to, yeah. My dad got me listening to Megadeth uh, nice. when I was like, I don't know, like probably twelve. Danny's sitting there in two thousand eight, like just got a nickel back. Write that down. Write that down. I gotta <laughs> say that on a podcast like <laughs> ten years from now. <laughs> no, I just remember it. There was that. You know what it was? It was I didn't like music as a kid for some reason. <laughs> I didn't think I didn't think I'd I'm ever like music. I'm glad you didn't wait till I started drinking. That, <laughs> that would have been all over him. You know what happened? I saw the Spider-Man movie and they had love that love Spider-Man. Yeah. My room used one? to be red and blue because I love Spider-Man. You got the one with the Sum 41 song? Uh, no, it was the Green? Was the it? hero song, the one that the front that guy of, of Nickelback. But they had that song, and then it was like, oh, that's a cool, that's a cool jam. Man. Someone did the Spider Man. They they they, co- they had a cover of it. I want to say it was it was a Green Day. There's oh, a lot man. of bands that Grimm's, did it. Green Day did the Simpsons. The Ramones. What's it, the Ramones? Ramones. It might have been the Ramones. I think it was the Ramones. Yeah, I think that you're sounds right. right. I think you're right on that. If you're in the chat and you're watching, that definitely sounds. Did the Ramones cover the Spider-Man who, theme? Who covered the Spider-Man theme song? It was in Guitar Hero Warriors of Rock. I can tell you that. Was it really? <laughs> oh, it was. That's how much of a nerd I am. Right. That's I, like one of the most forgettable. That's my favorite Guitar Hero. I never I bought that one. I still have all of them. I have every single music game, like all the rock bands, all the Guitar Heroes. I have DJ Hero One and Two. I've tried DJ Hero, and I was, I immediately played Expert, and I was kind of good at, it and I was like, well, this stinks. Like I'm already good. <laughs> like the new one coming out is called Fuse. Uh, Fuse. I think I played DJ Hero one, like but when that it first one came is out. like DJ Hero, but you don't need to go buy equipment for it. It actually comes out sometime this year. But it's like you uh, did you ever see the board game they have where it's like a giant board and you take playing cards and you put the beat like you play like a, put the guitar down or the drums down and you mix and match all the songs together. And no. it's, like, it's like making your own DJ mixes. Well, they're making a game called Fuser where it's based on that board game, and it comes with like thousands of songs and you just mix and match them all together. Did you ever play Clone Hero? Did you hear that? No. <laughs> Star Wars? No, 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 no. It's it's like Guitar Hero. But it's this it's this fake game that I downloaded. But you gotta admit it's superior it's, to every other is. Guitar Hero. It's like a it's like a free source code thing. You could I don't know if it's that, but you you go online and you can download it for free, and it's like Guitar Hero. Basically, every song you want, you can make custom songs and all that. Really? Yeah, I downloaded all the charts from all the other games, and you can, they have every single Guitar Hero, every you play rock a computer. Band. Yeah, yeah. 
do it on guitar. How do you put your instruments on your computer? Get, I got a 360 uh, guitar, the one that has like a USB. You just need something that could plug in your computer. And hmm. oh, dude, it's great. Oh, I never thought about Clone that. Oh, Hero. It's excellent. Yeah, I ha- I downloaded every system of a down song, Avenged Sevenfold, Megadeth. Like they just people make custom song packs. I was looking to make uh, ultra violent one. I, I worked on our song Eviction, but nice. I never I never came to finish it. It's a system, lot of work. System of a Down is probably number two. Well. Like I know, I know Locksmith. you asked. I I have my top my top three, and I said yeah. Metallica for all three of them. But uh, <laughs> no, system systems up there for Cro- sure. Crowbots and Rocksmith. Yep. Yeah, it did. Yeah. I, I saw they had a little girl playing their the little songs. Chinese girls. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like a hit video. Yeah, it was awesome. It's cool. Actually, Bishop never seen that, and I sent it to him, and he was like, "What is this?" And like the one girl playing bass, and her she's like rolling her yeah. eyes back in her head. I was like, "This is the coolest thing ever." And they do like videos, and it's like they barely speak English, but they're like in China playing a band from our like our hometown. Like I think that's cool. Like I don't know. It's awesome to see how successful those guys are. Yeah, yeah. I actually just spent. The, so I'm a t-shirt fiend. I, I have t-shirts that you couldn't believe. Um, uh, just bins and bins of t-shirts. And I just paid for the most expensive t-shirt I ever bought. So I'm a huge Steel Panther fan. And oh, Bishop so just good. did the special edition Steel Panther shirt. Did you see that one? Like Bishop did the art for the new Steel Panther shirt. But the only way you can get the Steel Panther shirt is if you dot, bought a digital code for their concert that you can watch on their website. So you have to pay $15 for a digital code. Then you have access to the special merch that was made for that show. So I had to buy a $15 ticket to buy a $25. Yeah, I, that. Yeah. I was like, I have to do this. Like, yeah. I want this shirt so bad. But, yeah, I love that kind Brand- of stuff. Brandon's been listening to – he listened to Eviction. He really likes it. So cool. it's awesome. And he's been working on some new stuff. Yeah. yeah. With, like, us, sort of. Really? What? Yeah. Yeah. He's a sweetheart. Brandon from Crowbot. Yeah. Oh. Not you. Yeah. Wait, is it, okay, so is his name Brandon? Yes. Yeah. Ely. Oh. Brandon Ely. I thought you meant me. I'm just like, what? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a like... really nice dude, man. I mean, everyone in the band is just absolute fucking sweethearts. Yeah, yeah. He, he comes into Ace like all the time. We yeah. Talk. Yeah, so that that's how we... That's how uh, he said, yeah, just send me your stuff. Maybe I'll uh, help you work on some stuff. So yeah. I don't know what... So what are some of the future plans for you guys? Uh, you said you guys, you know, have you been writing the whole COVID, like, kind of getting... Pretty the, much. Yeah. We have, like, what is it, 17 songs right now? Like, 17. Like 14 really? albums ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> drop them all out. On, on the board. Jeez. It's, like, 17, actually. Yeah. Um, a different projects. Some, half of them, I would say, like, you know... It, it's crazy to me, like... Got the works. When, I guess you get to a different... Uh, when you're making albums, I know for, like... I've talked to bands and they said like, oh, for this album, we've had like 200 songs ready, but only 16 of them make the cut. I'm like, that's that's like, how do you cut all that out and just right. be like, I I, I don't see how. Put it on the next one. How? Yeah. Get it's, it done during the release stages of uh, the one before it. Yeah. And then just sit on it. Like, I think I have like mu- musical ADHD and I'll just be like, oh, one project after the next. But like when I'll th- you see interviews are like, oh, yeah, we had 40 or 50 songs and we chose the best 10. And I'm just like, how do you even have 40 to 50? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, Future plans. Yeah. So we're excited to put some new stuff out, but it's going to be a little bit yet. Probably next year. We're not going to rush it. But uh, now, how does it work when you're in other bands? Like, do you guys write equally for each band, or is this like is one band the predominant? I may be getting maybe crossing some heat here. Well, I'm, <laughs> o- I'm only in one band, so I only write for one band. Yeah. For me, um, depends on the situation. Like, like if you're writing a song, how do you know which one it's going towards? 
Um, it depends on the room I'm in. If you're in the room with one band, you're right for that band. If you're yeah. In the, room with the other. Yeah, and like the influence of them around me and whatever's going on, yeah. like puts me in that direction. Interesting. So like, there's never really been a clash where it's like this song for these guys or, or no I like this riff but this yeah. band like you know like that's never I really I would never even want to come to that that just sounds petty in my yeah, opinion like yeah like that that's never it's been petty a but like it happens you but know? Oh, yeah but like our I, styles I are also or at least the bands I'm in our styles are different enough to the point where it's pretty clear what goes where yeah so I had the same question for uh, Mahatango and Look Alive because they share a lot of members mm-hmm. and it's like how do you guys differentiate like how do you like when you're put when you're making when you're working for but they have it seems like Montango has like their writing team and then Look Alive has their writing team and then they share drummer and bass right. player. Well, ba- basically for me, I mean, I'm I'm a UV guy at heart and like that was my first band. You mm-hmm. know, it's my brothers. I mean, I love everyone in the art reception and they're you know they're my brothers too, but in a different way. And like yeah. so when I'm at home. I'm writing UV stuff, or when they're here, I'm writing UV stuff. But uh, our deception, we practice every Sundays, and when I'm over there, you know, that's where my focus is. Mm-hmm. So it's th- it's really not hard. Like I thought it was gonna be tough, and I was like, you know, and I told I told the art deception like right before I joined, I was like, hey, you know, I just want you guys to know that ultraviolet gets priority. That's my main. That's word, yeah. my thing. Uh, if anything clashes and I don't realize it, like let me know. I'll yeah, see what I can do. It's good to put that out so, in front street. Yeah, communication is ev- key. Everyone else was cool with it, and uh, at least to my knowledge, there hasn't really been any problems. And so. you're you're also in Art of Deception, correct? No, I <laughs> was. You're, no, you're in another no. band, right? I, I was in Phase, but when I joined Ultraviolet, I I was no oh, longer okay. in Phase. I forgot about that. I, yeah. I knew you were in another pro- project, but I forgot what it was. Yeah, yeah. I, I was in I was in a uh, Phase with Michael. It was just me and him at first, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I would think it was in there from 2016, maybe, yeah, I think it was like just 20, 2016, a little bit of 2017, if, I, if I'm not wrong. I got Danny Spots under the band, and then uh, Gabe joined, and then uh, I went to college, and then I had an opportunity to play with these guys, and they they filled my position. They yeah. they established themselves, and it was just like, yeah, just it just didn't make sense for me to be in with them. No beef, right? You're still, no, still no, they're cool. Yeah. yeah, they're they're a fun band too. I'm a, I'm a I'm a fan of both of them. Um, yeah, I I thought you were. I remember you being in a second project. I just didn't remember what it was. So yeah, that was it. I mean, um, I, I couldn't picture you in the art of deception just because no. of the style. So I thought you played like, the night I seen you guys at Striker. I thought you played in two bands that night for some reason. Um, but I think you were just kind of running around like helping everybody out. That might have been. Yeah, it. I might have just been doing that. I, I know Brett. Definitely good. Brett was the one in two bands that night. He was the one doing both of those. You were doing double duty. How is that like when you're doing two bands? Oh, and you're, well, you, you how s- about how about can I tell you about doing three bands? Do you can sing? I, <laughs> you, you sing for both of them, right? Um, I do backups for Deception. Okay, so yeah. you take a little bit of a break. What, yeah, yeah, but uh, so we played. At the end of July, we got the opportunity to play a show. It was outside. It was in Middleburg. It's called Rock the Pond. Um, 98 Degrees. Three Not set. the boy band. It was just 98 Degrees out. It was just 98 okay. Degrees out. Um, <laughs> you probably even know who 98. No, I played. There was a boy band way back in the early 90s. <laughs> I, played, I played drums for For Me To You for a half hour. And then Ultraviolent was directly after. So I did guitar and vocals for another half hour. And then The Art of Deception headlined. So we played for an hour. Yeah, I wanted to go home. <laughs> it was, I I love I love it, but like man, 
I so, just wanted to get a shower. I was not paying attention to the chat, but we have. Uh, I like how you guys are talking about Rocksmith. You can also use a site called Ignition and learn about learn the actual tabs for the songs that way too. And that's from Billy Trey. Billy know. Trey is my cousin. Yo. He's your actual cousin. Yep. Wow. Didn't know that until like a couple months ago. Really? Yeah. I was He's like, dude, my cousin's in handguns. What? <laughs> <laughs> Billy's an absolute sweetheart. He helped me. I, actually, the reason we're doing this whole streaming thing is because Billy helped me get there. I love that kid to death. He's a good kid. That's awesome. Hi, Billy. We love you, Billy. Billy likes to... Like, he's he's on Facebook now, but sometimes he clips stuff. So, like, something funny happens or we say something stupid and Billy clips it. Do it. And then we... So, yeah. It's he probably. just clipped, like, the last hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he's a cool he's a cool kid. I like Billy a lot. Uh, I had another question there, but I lost it. The special guest show up threw me off a little bit. Oh. Yeah, sorry about that. That's all right. That's I would have got off sooner. I would have been here from the beginning. Yeah, I, I tried to hold off for you. But so, what about a, so what about a bathtub? <laughs> this guy wanted a bathtub before I left. Bathtub. He came in like five minutes before the end of the shift. He was nice. I, I, I mean, like, I wanted to leave, <laughs> but I wasn't going to say no to the guy. Like, it's my job. I used to work for the distribution center. That was a fucking nightmare. Yeah, I, bet. I don't ever really want to work distribution. It, it paid awesome. I mean, I was like 18 years old, fresh out of high school, making way more money than I knew what to do with, working Monday through Thursday, having Friday, Saturday, Sundays off, and just piss my money away. And it was like paid weekly. That sounds good. That actually sounds I, to me, nice. that sounds good. But you were loading trucks. The four days you were there, they worked the bone Oh, off FedEx you. milked you like you were a giant consenting cow, just sort of prancing in the field <laughs> going, milk me, milk me. But like, now, like that's so what it Lowe's, was. Lowe's, you had to load like nine trucks at the same time all by yourself. Nine. And then sometimes, nine was if they if they were being generous. Sometimes you have to do more than nine. Oh, that's, okay, and then never mind. You all win. your trucks get hit with 45 air conditioners at the same time and you have to stack every one up floor to ceiling. Oh, there, I've, your arms are like pudding and then uh, the poor guys, these guys have to unload the trucks and it just falls on them because we just yeah. at some point just uh, oh yeah it. FedEx made me hate like Chewy which is just like boxes of heavy like dog food it's just filled to the brim there's like Veradesk all these different desk companies this one woman would order like 15 bikes every day so I'd be sitting there just like oh my just taking bike after bike because they all came at once too so I'm just on the conveyor 15 belt, bikes like, a day sometimes sometimes Jesus. they go up to 15 but there'd usually be like we'll go with 5 to 15 it was random you never knew if you're gonna get five or fifteen bikes, and that's a lot of bikes. You're, like, <laughs> you're ready to email like, "What do you need this many bikes for?" Ah, oh, this is one of those. I so I talked to the driver, and she's like, "It's um someone who like keeps their eye on the clearance rack all at all times, so they're constantly buying like all the out there bikes." I guess I don't know how it works. That's all. Well, there's a got. there's a dude in our area that does that, but Jake Langley, you know, dude, and, and he sells well, it at I didn't flea even markets. put that together. Well, when we when we went to play that show uh, this past weekend, he's like. Yeah, dude, I got 33 bikes in my car right now, and right after the show, I'm driving to Pittsburgh to the biggest bike convention in the world, and I'm going to try and sell them. He's a hustler, man. Yeah. Hustles. I love that, man. And he'll find, like, a, love that, he'll find just, like, this random thing, and he'll just spray paint on it and put his own art on KFC it. KFC sign. He was selling uh, hand saws at the show. Um, that he painted. spray painted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, or he'll post stuff on Facebook that's not even his yet that he's trying to sell, and I said, yo, can I see it? And he's like, well, it's not actually mine yet. I'd have to buy it from the guy, and then you'd have to buy it from me. <laughs> and he's like, wow. but you're my homie, so I would just take you straight to the guy. I don't have to make a dollar off of you. I love him. He's like, His <laughs> hustle is unbelievable. I love the man. Wow. Yeah, so with this guy yeah. that I was talking about, so when I did the Toys for Tots benefit, uh, we went to go donate all of our toys that we raised, and there's this guy from the area. I, I really should find out who he is so I can plug him because he's he's a fucking unsung hero. But he'll he'll buy pallets and pallets and pallets of bikes, and then every Toys for Tots, 
they have like every single kid who gets a Toys for Tots, almost every single one's guaranteed to get a brand new bike. Because, That's awesome. Because he'll That's cool. just because he'll just stockpile them all, hold them all in a storage facility, and then when the Toys for Tots comes around, he's like, "Here's 348 bikes. Enjoy." Wow. Yeah. Some of them are put together. Some of them are still like in boxes, and he just like loads up on all these clearance toys and loads up on all this stuff, and he stores it and stores it and stores it, and then just dumps it all on Toys for Tots when it's that time of the year. That's awesome. Yeah. I want. I want to go. Mad to respect. That. I want to go to that. Send request has like this show they do, the Holiday Slammer, where like. The admission is you have to buy a new toy. Yeah, that, and like that's that, what I did last year. I wanted to go and I I did not get to, but like I heard it was very successful. I personally, it, I I if I never do another Skook stock or if I never help put together a show, I would just love to do like benefit shows. I know they're hard to ask bands to do that because you're not getting paid, mm-hmm. but I just think using your music and using your your hustle and your grind to like help somebody out in the community like so say if someone someone in the local band scene needed a couple bucks because they went through something or toys for tots or something like that and we all can just get together and like so strikers was like so we did strikers and the hot rod and the crimson house and um not crimson house that doesn't make any sense um i was thinking about hot, say, I have hot, a friend rod, who works hot rod the roundhouse and strikers and strikers was actually like people that were going in the strikers were giving a toy at the door and if the cover was five, just because they knew it was a benefit show that night, they were like, well, here's 20. And they would just throw 20 bucks at the door and walk in. And they didn't even need to. Like, but they knew it was going for a charity. And we, like, we, we gave them so many toys and a whole bunch of money. It was like a really cool experience. And then I walked in and I'm like, thought I was like, oh, man, we did really good. Here's all of our toys. And then they're like, this guy has 8,000 bikes here. I'm like, like I was moved by it. Like, I left there. I was like, yo, this is like, because you know this is all going to kids in our area. Like, it was like a really... It was an awesome experience. I definitely recommend. You see someone riding down the sidewalk on a bike, you might be like, "Hey, yeah, that I'll might tell you, be." <laughs> I'll tell you where, it, like, when I got in the car, like, I got emotional, like, I was like tearing up a little bit. So we brought our toys in, and the one toy that like caught my eye was somebody donated like a giant Miss Marvel doll. Cause I'm a big nerd, I love comic book stuff, and I was like, "This is awesome!" Like, someone brought a brand new Miss Marvel toy. Like, this is this is gonna go to a kid in the area, maybe like a little girl who's really into superheroes. So they brought it in, and these it's literally like these three three or four like elderly ladies. And they literally have the me- list memorized. So, like, little Susie, and all she wanted was this, these four items. She walked in and seen that thing and freaked out. Like, it was like she found the fucking Holy Grail. And she picks it up and she goes, oh, my God, this is this girl, this little, I'm just going to say Jessica. All she wanted was superhero stuff. But all we could all give her was, like, the boy superhero stuff. But she wanted, like, a girl character. And you, like, this, and, like, the, we were the deadline. So, like, the, like... If they, and if they don't get it, the money they get raised, they go buy to make sure the kid gets the item they really, really want. But just like someone just for some reason found this doll, grabbed it, put it in the box at one of our shows. And then that toy was like the toy that that kid wanted that year. And it was just That's like awesome. it was like a cool like we like we made it happen. And it was like not just me, but like every band that played that night, everyone right. put their time. In oh, it. yeah. I mean, it was just super. I'd cool. love to be a part of something like that. Hopefully, if everything goes like somewhat back to normal before christmas i would like to do that again like a toys for todd thing and just that'd uh, be awesome we did like three or four venues we've never done something in, in that vein the toys yeah. for tots i mean we've we've done benefits like way back in the past but yeah i definitely recommend it even if even if you don't do it like with a group of people just look like i just try to tell every band like if you can do like a one night one show a year if you do like a toys for tots benefit like in early november like hey everyone come and bring a toy I'm telling you, the gratification you get from it is unbelievable. I think if more local bands did it, because they only really, re- really rely on local businesses, and then one of the biggest ones they had was Walmart, and they don't let they don't Walmart doesn't let them put their boxes there anymore. 
Like, they told Walmart, like, you can't put your toys for Tots Box here anymore. Hmm. So, like, that's a huge chunk gone. So, they rely on, like, local businesses. They rely on smaller businesses or, like, restaurants. So, people are going into a restaurant and they're like, oh, man, I didn't know. You know what I mean? And there's not really like, a money box you can get. Right. So, if more local bands or, like, artists or anything like that in the like area. Like, they, they, they already know what they're getting into before yeah. they show up. Yeah, so if you yeah. if you tell your fan base, like, hey, bring bring a toy and if you don't have a toy the don't the door to get in is five but if you want to throw more of the door you can like you're going to help kids out and then even like i wish i would have videotaped more of that stuff afterwards we took pictures but like this is where i try to use my platform too because like people don't realize when they after they put the toy in the box what actually goes into that or right. how it how it affects somebody after but it's really really it's a cool experience i recommend everyone getting involved in it because it's just once you bring your toys in and you see the people who are putting the work in there and sorting everything out and stuff it's powerful it's really cool and it's like a good sense of community yeah that's dope yeah, yeah that, that was my, nice that was my ted talk i guess there <laughs> that's okay though because you know it's important i think yeah, it's important for more, people here yeah more people that can you know get involved and the more the merrier yeah, so. yeah it, it sold me on it yeah, yeah. it'd be cool if like like five or six bands this year just like hey we're doing toys for Tot thing this year even if we can't do like live shows we'll like, get danny a new toy yeah this year. <laughs> all toys hulk toy yeah. Hulk, Hulk, Hulk hands, <laughs> Chewbacca <laughs> masks. <laughs> so yeah, what else? Like you said, you're recording stuff. You have stuff ready. So let's just say in a perfect world, COVID ends sometime soon. Mm-hmm. What What are the plans for the bands? Plan, the band? Plans. Um, we're we'll be dropping another full length. When next year at the earliest, I'd probably say. Uh, yeah. We're yeah, not throwing it. I'd, I'd agree with that. Well, definitely not. not this year, but in terms of at least anything new stuff, pro- next year at least for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, the label wants us to play Canada. That's the first time I dropped that publicly. I like it. But, I think uh, I only did like once or twice, and I like they're like, what? And I didn't even make a big deal of it. I was just like, eh. <laughs> Canada's fucking. I, I watch so much Canadian TV because I just love it. I know I want to go to Canada so bad. Terrence and Philip, <laughs> like <laughs> like just like these all these like car restoration shows are yeah. all in Canada. Or like like for like tow hmm. truck companies and like trailer park boys and. Oh yeah, <laughs> but yeah, the the band the one there's a band on the label called Hopeful Sixteen, and they want us and they're based out of Canada, and they want us to play with them up in Canada and do a tour run up there with them. So that's where that comes from. Wow! Imagine so, doing that in the winter time. That's gonna be awesome. Oh, I can't wait to pay for gas. We're gonna put a <laughs> snowplow on our little on a little tour bus. <laughs> we'll get the dogs to drag us, or yeah, we'll, well, however Mush. that works. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be like Mad Max with someone on the like, oh my god fire on the top. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mad great. Max balling. Dude. Yeah, Mad Max balling. Yeah, hire him just to. Play, blow fire torches. He he would too. He would. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that kid to death. If you're listening, Max. You're, yes, Max. You're, yeah, you're, Max you're cool. fucking sweetheart. Um, yeah, and then right, kind of right pre-COVID, right? And maybe it was right before COVID because it was. I I think I I locked you guys in for theme music for banging beers, mm-hmm. and then a couple weeks after, you guys put the announcement out that you did get signed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think it was shortly after. How, that. What was that process like, or how did that come about? Um, so basically, uh, the way I found out about that label was they were doing a contest called Music Mania, and it was basically just like, uh, voting for your favorite band. I like, they, they had like 36 bands or so, and there was like six different groups of six bands, right? And then you'd vote for, for your favorite in each group, and then the winner of each group went on to the final round and we ended up placing second out of everything. Wow. We got like 
1,300, 1,400 votes, I think. In the final round, we lost by like 16 votes wow. to uh, a band from Canada. Yeah. <laughs> the band that you're not, not that band, but uh, uh, an- another band from Canada. It was like Aurora and but Peril or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, we need that dedicated Canadian fan base. It was a very good. Uh, we're going to after this tour. Oh, it yeah. was a very good battle, but we ended up getting a bu- um, some really cool prizes out of it, some, uh, some podcasts and. Uh, I, I can't remember off the I top. I mean, of none in a sweet kitchen like this. Like. No, I mean, I can't. Th- I can't think off the top of my head what some of them were. Um, there was a reaction video to our music video that was one of the prizes. But uh, basically, they made a post like shortly after that was like, who you know, who are some bands that we should be checking out because they were doing like a, they were signing some new bands like they do it every once and in a while. They didn't refer do. to the contest that they just had. No, so 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 they do a couple. Sorry, not the shit I didn't really Yeah, well, they, they do. Uh, they do a couple. Uh, Maybe not the second place man. <laughs> I only <laughs> lost my sixteen views. Ugh, the first loser. <laughs> well, well, I'll get, I'll get to that. Yeah. Um, and they're like, you know, comment below that kind of thing, because the way they sign bands, I guess, is uh, like they'll do a bunch at once and then they'll wait like a year or two. But uh, I said about Ultraviolent, and then the guy from Di Records hits me up and he's like, "I thought you guys were already signed." I said, "No, we're, we're not signed." And he goes. Well, then what's Chopping Block Productions? And I said, well, that's the name of our home studio. Yeah. That's where we record because it's on our page as, like, our label was yeah. um, Chopping Block Productions. That's just a name that we came up with. And uh, I was like, nope, that's our home studio. So he's like, let me get back to you. So he did some stuff. So maybe um, making your own little thing, like, uh, bands at all time, but, like, we're under and they make up their own label to put with their band. So that's something that could hinder you, possibly, if people have record labels are looking at you. Maybe. I mean, I, I don't know. I didn't think it was anything serious until you know they brought it up, and I was like, oh shit, you know, yeah. maybe. But, uh, but yeah, he came back with me a few days later, and he had a bunch of questions for me, and I must have answered them correctly because he liked do you any, <laughs> what he. Do heard. you have any pending sexual assault charges? No. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, what everything's happening now. If you're a stand-up comedian or anything, honestly, like, yeah, that one like a story when you're like 13 years old comes back. Or one uh, time on MySpace, you uh, posted something offensive. <laughs> right? <laughs> Is this oh going to come God. back and eat us alive yeah. later? <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah. So uh, we we signed to Di Records and. Uh, really cool and they're all about the artist and they've been even with covid they've done nothing but uh being helpful towards us nice they've gotten us on, you, on the radio you, a lot more do you see a swing in your in your plays and swing in your stuff when now that you've signed like do you um, see your exposure growing not significantly yet but i feel once we're ready to put out new material it's gonna because they plan to do like a like a pr like a release plan type of thing for mm-hmm. whatever we put out next so that's what I'm most excited to see what happens there, and plus we're not playing shows, and you know they want us to they want us to start playing that's shows. Sad. Yeah, I know they want us to start playing shows more, and you know I'm really excited to see what they can do there. Um, if you know Alana Weaver, she's been helping us out. Yeah, a lot. Um, uh, five seven zero press. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a good person. Yeah, she's been getting us on uh, on the radio a lot more, and uh, some people reviewing our stuff. And I wish. Uh it, it it would imagine if we had like a local radio station right here in our own backyard that kind of like looked at our local music scene and helped it out. Could you imagine if that how, how awesome that would be? Only if we had one, you know. Only if there was. Are you a, proposing one? Huh? Are you proposing one? 
No, I'm saying I wish we had a local music station that had such a great outreach that had so many people listen to in our local area. <laughs> I know that, what you're talking about. That went out and supported local music. You know, it'd be great. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking shots. I don't care. <laughs> like, <laughs> listen, man. If here's here's how I look at it. If you're if if you were part of a local music station, right, and you walked into a <laughs> band or a bar on a Friday night and a band's there. Like, you imagine back in the day, like, oh, my God, there's fucking this guy. He runs a radio station. Like, that was a big deal at one point in time for musicians. And now it's just like, you don't. the only time you ever see them is at a card lot because they're getting paid money to fucking oh, stand yeah. there and come yeah. spin our prize wheel. Like, <laughs> you're a music station. Like, we have a, our music scene in this area is so fucking talented. Like, you guys are so young and you're doing amazing things. And our local music media just like <laughs> right over their head. Like, we have a touring band that tours the country. And we had to bomb their Facebook with, hey, do you know Crowbot exists? You should probably put them in your rotation. That's a problem. It's a problem. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Just shitty to me. Get your shit together. <laughs> like, it's not hard to be pre-COVID to go out in a bar on a Friday night or just do some research on Facebook and find out what bars are playing in your local area and go support your local music. You know, you're, you're quick to play top 40s from... 1972 mm-hmm. that everyone's sick of hearing um and you have a great, <laughs> you have a great music scene in your backyard that you should probably help out you hear it every day in retail so yeah yeah, yeah. it used to be a thing too like anywhere you went in the county that radio station was playing in every local business and now they rather pay for Sirius satellite radio or pandora before they play that that's a problem it's a problem I'd yeah. like to hear hay in the needle stack at Lowe's instead of the <laughs> climb. <laughs> Even if they did like a, like, honestly, but I'll give a huge shout out, 97.9. 97.9 yeah, has well, an artist that, block. Well, they've played us. they played Ultraviolent, and they've played uh, Fromedio on there as well. Yeah, so. They played No Rain Checks. I they believe no they played yeah. Look Alive on there, I believe, once or twice. They did Phase. I was going to say Phase was on there. Yeah. yeah. Another one you should look into, they, they're always asking for submissions, is uh, irockradio.me. Hmm. It's a guy out of Harrisburg. He runs an internet. Hit me with that link then. Yeah. I, I had him on the podcast. Super, super cool dude. He's always looking for bands, but you just submit your band and he'll he'll play you. Boom. I, yeah, I cool. think they had iHeartRadio. Or um, that's a different one. I'm sorry. Yeah, iHeart. This is oh. iRock. Oh, yeah. iRock I Radio. Uh, every now they do like uh, a lot of shows at the Chameleon Club. Actually, the Chris Jericho, the Fozzie show, was I, like their birthday bash show. Well, they did a birthday bash with Rock a Rage. Trapped Rage no, it's not. It's not Rock Rage. We were on Rock Rage. Me and Avery did a podcast. They, for they Rock do Rage. some stuff with. Uh, I thought I Rock the ball from the band from Tamaqua. They do a lot of stuff with. Another I day thought dons. they had a birthday show. Trapped the Trapped and Saliva. Yeah, was that show. was yes, that, that I was Rock though? Yeah, that was Rock. Rage. Yeah, we oh. played that show. That's, yeah. I thought that was I Heart Radio. The one guy. What's his name? Jay. Jay Jay Hunter. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Cool dude. Really cool dude. You should look in the, get some get some place. I, I don't know how I knew your name. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I but my memory is on point today. That never happens. Yeah, he's a cool dude. Yeah, irockradio.me. Just, you just dude, all form. these people were name dropping. And probably like, these guys heard of us. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. what? <laughs> really? Like, <laughs> these are all people that I. The only reason I found out them is this podcast. This is like meeting people and and if I can meet someone who has a way to help you guys connect with them and get your platform out, I think it just all works with each other that way. Absolutely. It all works out. But, and it just we're not like plugging this is just a natural conversation yeah, if yeah. we weren't if microphones were on I would t- I'd be telling you this anyway uh-huh. it just comes up naturally it's not we're like hey uh, throw us a buck you know no. I mean we're not really good at anything else we got nothing else to talk about so. yeah <laughs> and, and it's probably an escape Ooh, for everybody else stamps Ooh. yeah stamp collection and spoons I collect spoons. Uh, I collect fortune cookie things yo I do too whoa I actually are you, are you dead are, serious wait, are, yep. you, are you serious I'm dead serious I'm serious too Okay, cool. <laughs> how many how many fortune cookie 
things do you own? Uh, it's over a hundred. Uh, really? Yeah. Be, uh, I have a small collection of like maybe fifteen. But what's, what's your favorite one you have? Try again later. Know. Oh, Try dude, I love that one. Really? Uh, it tells any, like it do is. Do you have any wear collections? Um, <laughs> not really. I, I, I collect guitars, I guess. Like I just keep acquiring them. Yeah. I uh yeah there there's one not to change the subject but uh I felt this needed to be said there's one that says try again later there's one with nothing on it a blank oh. one blank one it's like and holy uh, grail. there's been a couple cookies that did not have anything in them so you know you're gonna have a pretty shitty day when there's nothing it's like <laughs> it fortune cookies doesn't even give you a fortune yeah yeah so I mine's t-shirts and pins I think hats too I think I'm slowly becoming a hat collecting guy. Oh, I thought this was like I, what I text used on the fortune cookie. No, no, I was no. Like, what? I, what? I'm just like my, my collection. T-shirts. I used to I used to hate like stickers because I had nothing. To, I had no idea what to do with them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, dude, I could start putting these on my guitar case. So I did, yeah. and then like half of them fell off, and I'm like, I hate stickers again. <laughs> I got to get I got to get a shirt off from you guys. I just I have I have his your other band shirt just because it sold me on the design. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah with the the monster terrorizing, it's like neon. Well, once we get the Doom design, I think you might like. That oh, I'm a video yeah. game guy, so the I Doom wasn't even good. aware of this. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. You, you have a new shirt coming out. It's yeah, awesome. we have a new shirt coming. <laughs> it's going to well, be great. Well, so me and Avery are like, we're me and him are fronting it just because we love the concept. So we're like. Are you going to have the big fucking gun on it? Absolutely. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> and The Rock, because The Rock was in the movie. Oh, The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I have oh, yet boy. to get into Doom. Uh, the new game is pretty fun. I haven't beaten it, but I've been playing it. Well, I what, are you it. Do, what are you doing, man? <laughs> my, Dude, my Avery, and, uh, Avery and I both have I, I a have lot not gotten of into hours. Doom either. What a consoles are you guys on? Are you PS4. PC? PS4. Mm-hmm. PS4. Uh, I was Xbox, but I just bought a PC. and I'm He's, so cool. I got, I got crazy <laughs> He's I, so cool. He's so cool. I can mod. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, I started like playing GTA modded, and I love it. Like, Since yeah. Avery's not here, I'll give him a quick plug, but... Uh, He's trying to he's trying to beat the game on Ultra Nightmare, the hardest difficulty without without dying once. That's a or or you start wow. over. Yeah, and he's he's gotten a little over halfway through the game already, and he's and died. died. Yeah, he texts me every time. He's like, "Man, I just died." <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way to ruin a controller. Yeah, I I own the PS4. But he's putting the time in though, so. But I I prefer my Xbox. I'm an Xbox guy. Yeah. Um, that when the new systems come out, I'm definitely buying the Xbox first, but I will own a PS5. I play my PlayStation's only for exclusives, so I just started doing the game streaming too. So I, I'm trying to do like an Xbox game, well, like a third party game, but it's on Xbox. Then I'm gonna play the next game I'm working on is God of War because I haven't played it yet. And then amazing, I'm gonna, then I'm doing a Switch game and then back to Xbox, back to PlayStation, back to. I don't think I'm gonna update consoles for a long time, like because when I got my PS4, and then I started to not care. I have like 360. I was active. I, I was like that going after the for thing. a long time Game until two. the new Doom came out. Yeah, honestly, and like I didn't even like the first one, and the reason was because I started playing it on the Switch, and I was like, this is too hard. So I put on it, that little controller. Uh huh. So I put it down. Halfway through the first level, I'm like, this game's dumb. Everyone loves a game, but I think this game's dumb. And then my one buddy, the drummer for Deception, was like, dude, the new Doom's coming out. You picking it up? And I was like, eh, maybe. And then one day I was like, I'll give it another try. Fell in love. Well, world of difference. And I was like, this is great. So I went back to the first game and I played that one. And I was like, yeah, I get it now. And I yeah. love the first one now too. So yeah, I have to finish the first one yet. 
Um, but I'm a guy who likes to collect everything, so I take I take way too long to be games because I'm trying to like look in every nook and cranny. Oh, right. I'm the same way. Yeah. Borderlands takes me forever. Yeah, and Borderlands they'll lead you f- like three hours into a map to lead the just t- to, for some extra money. Not yeah, it won't. There'd be nothing collectible back there. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> Borderlands three, like two was great. Three, I'm not a fan of. Really? Because it, it's like it's too much. It, it's it's not fun. Billy, Billy's in the chat saying PC is the way to go, but every time I play a game of Billy on the PC, uh, his PC crashes or the game shuts off four yeah. or five times, <laughs> and then he can't connect to the party chat, and that's it's a nightmare. I might it just eventually like go to PC, out. but I don't know. We'll see. I'm still debating. But I'll if, share my but, games with you. But even I if know. you go to PC, like if you, the Xbox like Game Pass, you can get on PC, and it's like really? that's that. Yeah, it's, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, it's a, dude, that Game Pass deal that Xbox has is unbelievable. You pay like. 60 bucks for the year and it's every Xbox exclusive plus a whole bunch more for free right there well not for free but part of that's like day one it's on there hmm. you can and find game codes really cheap for PC like I mean, you can even do that with Xbox, though, too. We just got FIFA. Danny just Don't walks in here and just talks about the piracy. <laughs> nah. Clone no, Hero. No, I, I bought it. We Clone got, Hero. We, we got the, uh, the, game, the game codes. Here's how you <laughs> cheat the system. You save money. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a Metallica guy. This is everything against what yeah. he believes in. Oh. Yeah. Well, money. <laughs> well, when you're in a band, you got to do what you can to save money. So. <laughs> he's like, I remember going back to South Park. No, Metallica can't get on their third private jet to go yeah. to the show. Because yeah. <laughs> you get a Shark Tank. Because <laughs> yeah, you downloaded their songs. Yeah. <laughs> Oh Lars, was that was that the Christian Rock episode? No, yeah. no. Um, yeah, yeah, it was. I, yeah, it was. They, was it? Faith Plus Carbon One. was trying to get was trying to get a platinum album, but it was Myrrh, yeah. and he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Faith Plus One. He got all the Christian fans in the world to like buy his album and think he was like the Messiah. <laughs> it's like and he on my ear, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> took, took all R and B songs, and just changed the sexual yeah. and it is Jesus. Like I want to get down on my knees and stop pleasing <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I want to feel his salvation all over my face. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched the South the movie again like, oh, the other day. That's that hilarious. I haven't watched the new episodes in a while. I have to, I have to dive back in. Oh, I they're, watched they're it good. at a, like an age where I shouldn't have watched South Park. It was somewhere between like, South Park 12 came out and when like I was 15. South Park came out when I was like 11. I used to watch Family Guy when I was like 14 and, and stuff. And, you know, my, my parents thought it, it was wearing off on me. And then my aunt had a talk with me, and she's like, "Dude, what the fuck are you watching?" Uh, Family Guy for <laughs> watch <laughs> South Park. <laughs> Dude, your aunt too. sat you down, <laughs> and she was just like, "What the fuck? Damn, what the fuck doing? you watch?" <laughs> and, like, and I'm glad she did, cause, cause like. South Park's a lot better, and <laughs> I've tried yeah. to watch Family Guy recently, and it's really, it's, I don't know, I can't horrible. do it, it's cringy it's for animated me. gore, yeah. that's all it is anymore. It's funny, we killed Lois, or like, 20 different ways, and now it's hilarious. It's awesome. I'm, I'm obsessed with uh, F is for Family, that's my favorite I show. I got shown that, and I couldn't do it. I couldn't. Really? I never heard of I, it. It's, ama- it's Bill Burr's cartoon, and it's just oh, like, like Bill Burr. it's just like an Irish family, and it's just like, the one kid, like, it's like he has three kids. Does and it he's, like, grow on you? Yeah. Okay, because like, Bojack Horseman sucked at first but then it was like great see i loved five episode family from the bat just like the kids being like yeah come home and put you through a fucking wall and he's like we don't even have a wall we'll fucking build it and i'll put you through it (laughs) (laughs) and then the kids outside like he's screaming at his kid and then like the little neighborhood kids like kid here come out and play like get the fuck out of here i'll kick your head (laughs) but it's a dad who just talks shit but he'll never hit his kids like he's just talking all that shit and then the concept sounds funny he goes out in the yard he's punching his punching back these fucking i hate this house like it's just bill burr just losing his mind 
It's I gotta, great. I got to check that out. I got to check Barry out. I really like uh, Bill Burr. I like Seth Hader a lot. Like, yeah. There's a lot of comedians that are doing shows now. That Tom Segura is my favorite comedian if we're going to go comedians. Tom Segura is hilarious. I don't know if I heard of him. I, mean, I love him. It's hard, it's hard for me to pick anyone but Dave Chappelle at this point. I, I guess. have not watched. I've oh, yeah, tried, he's funny. but oh, every time I have, I have like, connection issues. He's a god. I watched another guy at my friend's house the other day, but I cannot for the life of me remember. John Mulaney's great. What's he look like? Yeah, I like John Mulaney. He's big and fat, but he's not a... Uh, Gabe Iglesias. It's not him, though. It's oh, not Tom. It's not uh, Burt Crusher. Did no. he take his shirt off? Uh, Burt Crusher. I was thinking of no. that guy when he said that. It started with an A? It was like an Andy or like an Ard? I don't remember. I'm not sure. You don't like Burt Crusher? He's funny. It's a hit or miss. It depends <laughs> sometimes. He's a machine. Mitch Hedberg. I'm the machine. I like oh, Jeff Mitch Jeffries. Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg. Yeah. yeah. Mitch Hedberg, yes. <laughs> he right. grew he at first I thought Mitch Hedberg sucked, but then like as he Once grew you older, understand his like the way he delivers his jokes. <laughs> yeah. it, if uh if one of you guys want to come talk to me after the show, I'll be fucking surprised. <laughs> <laughs> More people have seen this man at the store. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love I I had an ant farm one time and those motherfuckers didn't grow shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the FedEx driver, man, cuz he's a deli- he's a he's a drug dealer and he doesn't even know he it. Doesn't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, RIP. He was a, he was awesome. I used back yeah. a long time ago like every Friday night, I was a kid who didn't go to football games. I'd stay home and watch like comics Comedy Central presents. All front, all Friday night long, and I'm I watch like stand-up comics that are now tearing it up, but like early stages of them. Like I've seen like Kevin Hart before, ever no one knew who Kevin Hart was, and it was just like now I see it's like oh my god, I seen him like fucking 15 years ago on Comedy Central. It's like these guys put like years and years of work in before you even know they exist. It's cool to see like these people grow. Yeah, yeah. I was a huge Dane <laughs> Cook fan at one point in time. You can you can reach your hard to reach plants with this product. Who the fuck will make their plants hard to reach? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like Seven Up, and they say it just made us lemon and lime. Lemon and lime. I tried to make that shit at home. And there's more. There's to more it. to it than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like shit. <laughs> I tr- oh my god, one of my favorite ones. Is we can just do a whole podcast. Yeah, doing dude. Mitch jokes. When he's talking about the ducks, and he's like, mm-hmm. I try. I, I tried to order food at Subway, and. uh Apparently, it was against subway regulations for both sides of the bread to be touching. So I said, all right, put some lettuce on it. And he goes, all right, this is going to be $5. And I said, it's for a duck. And he goes, well, then it's free. See, I did not know this. Ducks eat for free at Subway. Had I known that, I would have got the ultra pastrami sandwich. And I would have said, no, don't bother ringing it up. It's for a duck. No, my favorite one was like, I was trying to open a yogurt. And then when I opened it up on the lid, it said, please try again. But for a moment, I thought I opened the yogurt wrong. (laughs) (laughs) They were having a contest I was unaware of. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, you know, his first stand-up that you watch. Well, the funny thing is, he wore sunglasses because he would—he had such bad stage fright mm-hmm. that he would wear sunglasses and literally go up on stage and just close his eyes. He wouldn't even look at the crowd. He would close I his eyes. I noticed that. Yeah, mm-hmm. his eyes were almost closed the entire time. And then his first stand-up special he did, Comedy Central cut it up. But then there's like a, an uncut version of that same special. But for the first 45 minutes to an hour of his two-hour special he did, like the crowd was dead silent. Like no one knew how to. Like, no one like was understanding what was happening, and they're yeah. like, "What the fuck is this?" And then like halfway through, he wins them over. And then there's this one lady who just like cackle laughs the entire special she's like <laughs> he's just like oh man you got a crazy laugh like, he, kept, he, he kept pointing out he's like yeah. can we just mic up that lady and put that on repeat like, <laughs> hey, it's a whole like he was just 
on was, he just won them over. But like the first hour of the special, they're like, I don't get. What yeah, he's you trying. really have to understand like his. He's just so his dry. Humor. He's yeah. so dry. And then he was on that '70s show for a while, mm-hmm. and he would just do what? like the dry humor. Yeah, he played the uh, kitchen cook. He's like, take this. Who that is. He's like, take this food over to table seven. And they're like, why don't you take it over? He goes, I did not lose my legs in Vietnam to take over food to table seven. <laughs> and they're like, but you have both your legs. He goes, I said I did not lose my <laughs> legs. <in> the- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> what's this guy's name? I'm gonna look him up. Mitch Hedberg. Dude, he's amazing. He's like a hippie dude. Yeah. <laughs> I did. <not. laughs> he's. Like, I like escalators, man, because they can never, never be never, bro- they can yeah. never be broken. They just they become, become stairs. stairs. Yeah. Sorry for the convenience. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! So in closing, here I'll get. It's getting a little late. I'll get you guys out of here. Anything in closing you guys want to wrap up or talk about before we 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 get you out of here? The new music is gonna kick your ass. It's and gonna, I know we said that about eviction, but like. <laughs> It's, it's gonna kick your ass. It's gonna make you move in different ways. Different ways. It's gonna different. Get, get your shoulders going a little bit. I don't know if it'll be a concept album this time, but it'll kick your ass at least. So, I, I think there's like, it's a spectrum. See, it'll it's hit. like it's like so so the straightforward take, songs and then the. Here's how I look at it. Songs. If you take the heavy sides of eviction and you take the clean sides of eviction and they're here, the new album just basically goes like this. Yeah. Okay. Now, when you guys write, it is, like I said, this genre of music is a little tough for me because it's hard to pull the lyrics out unless I have, like, the book. You get the mm-hmm. book and you can read what the lyrics are. We have those. That's why yep. lyric videos are important, mm-hmm. too, sometimes. So you gotta, like, the we have videos. some of those. Yeah. It's hard um, to read. We're on Genius. Yeah? We are? Yeah, I, put I don't even know this stuff, <laughs> dude. This is how our band operates. It's like, are we on this? Yeah, cool. Oh, <laughs> I'm never. Where do, where do you guys get your in- inspiration for your music? Is it like what's going on in the world? Is it what you're going through personally? How, where do you guys are? Are you like just lyrically? Kinda, yeah. Um, are the concept of your so, songs? Or yeah. So that's that's basically that's me and Avery, um, lyrics. Um, for eviction, it was what's going on in the world. Um, I've been moving away from that and doing more of like self type of stuff just because i'm not as insecure about talking about myself i guess you Mm -hmm. could say and just being able to become better at saying what i actually want to say instead of just being stupid vague about it and act like i know what i'm doing when i'm writing about it beforehand you know so like i kind of waited to write about that kind of stuff until i felt like i was ready to say what I felt really needed to come out. Do you ever show up to a practice with the lyrics already done? You're like, hey, how can, how can we fit this to a song? Or does it all co- always come together naturally to practice? Lyrics lyrics I write on my own. Or Avery will write on his own. That really doesn't happen at practice. Um, a lot of it, a lot of practice is just writing, writing the music and then trying to make what we have like fit to it. Or, okay. we'll, or we'll be like, um... See, you know, I, the, the I look at it differently for vocals. For me, it's like, if I have yeah, vocal ideas... It's not like I, I don't write the lyrics because, like, I just hate. I can't take myself seriously if I write serious lyrics because I know I'm not a serious person. Yeah. But, like, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I've, tr- I've tried, and there's like some dr- drafts I'll probably show eventually. But, like, I, I grew up writing, like, toilet humor stuff. Um, but, like, you're looking at the Steel Panther fan. So. I was yeah. a huge Sum <laughs> 41 fan. That's my favorite type of band of all time. Um, but, like, I always looked at vocals as another instrument. So, like, I don't care what they're saying. I care how they're saying it and how it's executed. Yeah. That's how I look at it. So, mm-hmm. I'll just type it in as a piano part and they'll be like, so you're telling me I have to, like, sing that? And I'm like, yes. 
Yes, <laughs> to that tune of the I watched, piano part. I won't. I won't give name, but I, I've seen people who are like in that process. Like I always kind of like I like I, I've never been in that process. I've seen it a couple times, but like they'll just be playing a guitar or a piano, and they're just like, <laughs> and then it's like. This will work with and like, like they just come with the lyrics mm-hmm. with what they're already putting. Well, like we'll yeah. as of lately, we'll put like a chorus or whatever section we're trying to figure out on loop, and we have like a little MIDI piano there, and we'll just bash notes until it sounds good and mm-hmm. we'll make it work or type it in or type yeah. it in. Yeah, it's yeah. a MIDI is a really cool writing tool. MIDI yeah. is just yeah. the how I write in general. Awesome. Anything you want to add? Oh okay. yeah, your special guest say something. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were asking about uh, how we. I'll come to practice like prepared, but the way we like, <laughs> and he's like, he's, like, he's about don't. to expose the truth. Here <laughs> he's like, about yeah, it. I oh, mean, like, I'm the only one who takes the shit I'm serious. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, there's a lot of people that that I, I don't think really understand the the modern way that bands operate. Like, I, I think, I mean, for us, the way we do things is kind of like someone has an idea and we we kind of like make a demo of it, and then we show someone else or we show the whole band, and it's like we all we all take a look at it and. Some people that are more into it might want to work with it, and some people don't want to work with it. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so, like, for us to try and write all four of us in the same room, 90% of the time doesn't work. So you'll send your, you'll come up with a guitar lick and be like, hey, how would this guitar lick? You, you record yourself doing a guitar lick and send it to them. Well, I mean, here, here's how. Let's give you, like, the whole process for me. Say, like, I, I make something. I have something in my head that I, I'm creating. Then I'll, I'll want to play it on my guitar sometimes i'll just record it and then like i'll take it to my computer and type drums in and stuff or a lot of times like if i just have the idea i'll have like a riff in mind and then i'll try it with some stuff on the computer i'll make like i'll I'll structure either just a riff like a part of a song that i think sounds cool and say hey anyone have any ideas where you want to go with this what do you think or like or else i'll just create the whole song structure and throw it out there and see do we want to completely scrap it or do we want to do something with it? Hmm. You know, so it's like, it goes from me and then another person jumps on it. They add what they want to add. Then someone else wants to add on to it when they feel like it has yeah. potential. And so like he'll, he'll write on his own. Me and Brandon do a lot of stuff together in, at my place in the, in the studio and we'll send demos over. Avery's pretty much wherever he's at at the time is when, when he's writing, um, whether, you know, if he's home from college, he's, he tries to get in here a lot and tries to write with us. Yeah. Um, but that's what's nice about sending demos over is he doesn't have to be here for him to give his opinion on stuff. Nice. So. Yeah, I, I always wondered how that process went down and like just talking to other bands. It's weird. For, it's different for everybody. Yeah. But like we have we have a group chat dedicated for like just like a lot more, of things. A lot of group chats. <laughs> oh, too a many. Norm, a normal like a normal band group chat, and then we have one dedicated like, like fifteen group to, chats going. to the songs. Like that, we'll, we'll just strictly send all the demos in. So we can easily find them. I feel yeah. like that rule gets like bypassed a lot. It does. Like yeah. we'll go off oh, on a yeah. tangent and have a conversation Memes. in the songs group chat, and then we gotta scroll through hell just to find the demo. And then I gotta send. Then and then he'll be like, "Can you send the demo for whatever?" And I'll be like, "It's in the songs group chat." And he's like, "I know. I don't want to scroll." And I'm I like, think there's oh, a yeah. way. Oh yeah. Unless they yeah. changed it. You said Guilty. you use Facebook, Facebook Messenger. Yeah. Well, you you could search it, but like it's links to like private SoundCloud stuff. Oh, like okay. we don't use Drop. Well, I mean, I use Dropbox, but everyone else is like, "Ew, Dropbox." <laughs> I use Google. And I'm like, I pay twelve dollars a month for Dropbox. Fuck I you. I pay nothing <laughs> for t- Dropbox. I know. 
Well, that's because Deception uses Dropbox, so yeah. it's like I need, you know, I need their space. I love being so inconvenient. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just being like, send me the link. Here's here's one of the questions I asked I asked the guys here before you got here. How many instruments do you just play the guitar? Or do you you know any other instruments? I play drums. I, that's uh, I started playing drums when I was about eight. But is I, there anyone in the band who doesn't play drums? Avery. 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 Wow. There's only one guy you have something over right now. I don't play guitar, but I write <laughs> a bunch of guitar. Yeah, like it's you don't need to like. Learn. You said you play, you mess around with the keyboards too. Yeah, see that's also like MIDI and keyboard yeah. in that shaped my guitar writing. Or and slash Avery, bass Avery writing. does most of like the clean vocals. Mm-hmm. And I'll do most of the the heavier stuff. Have you so, ever like, listened? This this might this is might be a deeper dive because you guys are. But have you ever listened to Cyanide Sunrise? No, I've heard of them. There's the one guy. He passed, passed away. away. Yeah, yeah, he passed away. But they were they were the first like heavy band that I listened to in the area that like got me into that genre of music. And they were fucking. They have one album out. And it's fucking really good. You should definitely take a look at it. It's it's awesome. It's it's very similar, like how you said, the clean vocals, the scream vocals, and then just really really talented fucking musicians. And a a lot of musicians have like went through that band like early stages. And so, well, they have more than one album out, but there's one that you can pull up on Spotify. I think they had another one out before that. But like uh, that, like at one point in time, Fault was in that band. Eddie Collins was in that band. Oh, nice. Like, they, like it had it had a lot of influences of really really talented people in the area. And be, you know they lost Jaybird, but he was mm-hmm. he was unbelievable. You should definitely check it out. As like that, if you guys are like that, because like, you just can be that next style of band coming through because your work ethic and the what you guys are doing. But they were a band too that they would dump a lot of money and just rent a bus, and then just drive to bars all over the place. And as they're going, like, hey, do you need a band tonight? Or can we get on this festival? Can we get on this tour? Can we get on here? And they would just drive around the country, and just try to find wherever they could fit in and play a show. Like it's awesome, really strong hustle. You know, like they they work their asses off, but they were. I like to travel and play music. That's all I want to do. Yeah, yeah, that's my. That'd be my like dream job, just traveling. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, I tell you what, man. Like, I, I, I'm not, I'm not just bullshitting. I, I, I truly feel that like our area music scene is is unbelievable. I'm sure you go to any other any other area and be like say the same thing, but there's there's not like everyone's just so talented in this area. It's unbelievable. And every genre too. Like, there's not a genre of music I don't think that it's not someone's not kicking ass in in this area. Like, Country. <laughs> Nick Totter band. No, I didn't know. I can't, they're, they're, I can't praise country for anything. I don't like country, but the Nick Tower band is fucking awesome. They're, they're like they're like a they're like a a, raw, a power rock country band. Oh, I would check that out. Yeah, they're fucking cool, man, and they're really cool people. But like, and they're another band too that they will go to everyone's shows and show support. Like they're usually at everyone's thing, doing like a, a lot of cool stuff there. But I, th- I think the only genre, if I had to say, that I think doesn't get enough as much love as they should is I think is is the, is the heavier scene. I think it's tougher for people to go to shows and appreciate that style of music. It's not my favorite, but I try to make it a point to go see those shows. Because, you know, like bands like yours and, and like Faith in Exile and stuff like that, they're all super talented bands, and I think they have a place in the area. So so I, I think I think for how young you guys are and your work ethic, I, I, don't see, I don't see you guys faltering. As long as you guys stay together and keep your work ethic going, I don't see, uh, I don't see any negativities oh. of this band at all. Hope so. Yeah. 
appreciate yeah. it. Not a problem, Thanks. man. Um, we'll wrap it up there. Make sure you guys check out the links below. Follow everything that they're doing. <laughs> check out everything that's going on. Maybe I'll have shared this to my Facebook by the time. <laughs> it's so it, it Listen, the replays are always there. If you, if you are watching the video um, and you enjoy it uh, and you made it this far, uh, please check us out on the other social media links. If you click our link tree, you can find our Instagram, uh, YouTube. We're, try- we're on a, a kick right now. We're trying to get at least 1,000 subscriptions on YouTube so we can possibly get monetized and make a couple bucks. Do it. So subscribe on YouTube. Help us out. But, uh, but that'll do it here. Interviews Everyday People. We'll see you guys next time. We're out of here.